script here. Change some things about the podcast, like change gamer to fairy, fairy, whatever, doesn't matter, same thing. It's not like a lot of people listen to it anyway, so it doesn't really matter how much I change. So today I'll be talking about Monster Hunter, Stories, Two Wings of Rowan again, and I'll be talking about available weapons, three like, and some features of the game from the website. So first we'll start off with the available weapons. From the website the weapons are Great Sword, a slash type weapon for attack focused fighting style. Charge skills level up the charge gauge, enabling the use of even stronger skills. Hammer, a blunt type weapon great for breaking monster parts. Winning a head-to-head levels up the charge gauge, enabling the use of even stronger skills. Also comes with skills that are especially effective against opponents afflicted with abnormal statuses. Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to choose bow or hammer. I already pre-ordered the game, so... Sporting Shield, a slash-type weapon and shield, striking a good balance between attack and defense. Enables the use of heavy-hitting slash-type skills while also reducing the damage you take. Some skills block our parry attacks. Hunting Horn, a blunt weapon optimized for team support. Besides regular attacks, it comes with a variety of skills for supporting allies. The skills available to you depend on the horn's melody. Yeah, I won't be using this one. The main ones I see myself using are a hammer or a bow. Maybe the sword and shield one too. A pierce bow. A pierce type weapon capable of afflicting abnormal statuses. Use a charge skill for a higher chance of afflicting your afflicting your opponent with an abnormal status with your next attack. There is also a chance to follow up your attack with a power shot. Gun Lance. This piercing type weapon fires shells and allows you to ac- accumulate ammo each time you attack. Normal attacks are not effective in charging the kinship gauge. But using ammo to unleash a skill and winning a head-to-head will fill the kinship gauge. Yeah, I won't be using this one. Gate greatly. When your kinship gauge is full, you can activate Wyvern's Fire, a powerful attack that will inflict great damage on all enemies. It sounds awesome, but it also sounds like a lot of work to me to do. Okay. So now we'll be talking about the battles and stuff with Monster Hunter stories. The improved turn-based combat systems system allows you to experience the excitement of a main Monster Hunter title while engaged in epic strategic fights with monsters you encounter during your adventure. Use your knowledge of your opponent's characteristics to attack effectively and take down even the toughest of monsters. Stories 2 offer, offers an ever-increasing sense of accomplishment and hunting thrill as the narrative unfolds. The three attack types are... Three attack types. Learn your opponent's patterns to take control in battles. 
There are three attack types, power, speed, and technical. The attack type you select during battle will help determine the outcome of a head-to-head, -head, just like in the previous, previous game. Monster attack patterns have been refined to be easier to understand this time around. Keep an eye on your opponent's fighting style and tailor your moves accordingly to achieve victories. For attack type, speed beats power, technical beats speed, and power beats technical. By predicting your opponent's attack type and winning a head-to-head, you can inflict massive damage as well as greatly fill your kinship gauge. Understanding which attack type to use is crucial to succeeding in a battle. Monster attacks are not limited to one set pattern only, but may change depending on the situation. If a monster changes form, becomes enraged, or performs certain actions, you will need to adjust which attack type you choose in order to adapt to their new pattern. Now we'll be talking about double attacks. Prevent a double attack, prevent attacks and sidestep damage. If you and your monster use the same attack type and win a head to head, you can perform a double attack. Performing a double attack can inflict greater damage and fill your kinship gauge, even more than if you were to win a solo head to head. Choosing a monster with an advantage attack type and skill set is key to winning battles, as you will be able to prevent your opponent from attacking you. Breaking parts. Get materials, prevent moves, and knock down your opponent. Breaking the parts of large monsters may knock them down or stop them from performing certain actions, giving you an edge in battle. When you break certain parts, you can get high quality materials, which can be used to forge or upgrade equipment. Each weapon has its own each weapon has its own specialty, slashing, blunt, or piercing. The effectiveness of the specialties depend on the monster part they are used against. By switching to a weapon that has the appropriate specialty against a targeted monster part, you can break it easier and send your opponent crushing, crashing to the ground. Okay, that gives me a reason to experiment with the weapons now. I'm still going to be mainly using um, hammer or bow. Probably. It depends when I get it. Kinship gauge. The kinship gauge you share with your monster fills up for each turn in battle. You can use the kinship gauge to perform regular skills or a kinship skill, both of which can deal massive damage to monsters and stack the odds in your favor. Third. Excuse me, I had to yawn. Certain weapon-related skills for riders and skills for monsters can inflict abnormal statuses or prevent monster attacks. Knowing what skills do and using that to your advantage is a surefire way to dominating your opponents in battle. Your kinship gauge can be used in various ways from performing a monster skill that will help you unleash a double attack to teaming up for a kinship skill that will prevent your opponent from attacking you. Use the kinship charge at the right time to deliver devastating blows and reign supreme. Executing a perfectly timed kinship skill is a great way to set yourself up for success. Battle Buddies 
Supportive companions that help increase your chances of a double attack. Battle buddies are characters you can fight alongside during your adventure. A battle buddy and their monsty, if they have one, can join you in your monsty doing battle, which means you can have up to four characters on your side when you fight. Battle buddies. <sighs> okay, sorry again, I had to yawn again. Battle buddies and their monsters will decide their own moves and may use skills or items to assist you directly during battle. Each battle buddy has their own weapon and attack type preference, and rider battle buddies have their own monsters. Learning about their individual characteristics can lead to better teamwork when facing off against monsters. Furthermore, before you are furthermore because you are also able to perform a double attack with a battle buddy's monster. This can lead to more double attacks than when you are battling solo, which in turn will help fill your kinship gauge faster. Now we'll be going to multiplayer. In multiplayer, you, you can connect with players from around the world. Team up and co-op expedition quests are face off against each other in versus battles. If one of you engages some monsters while out in the field, the other person, the other player I mean, can carry the can enter the fray and lend a helping hand. Join forces join forces with other riders from around the world to search for rare eggs and take down fearsome monsters together. Co-op quests. Track down eggs and encounter monsters you cannot find anywhere else. In co-op expedition quests, you can connect with another rider from anywhere in the world and explore special areas only accessible via multiplayer. This is a great way to get your hands on monster eggs. There are multiple nests in each area, which means more chances to acquire rare eggs. Sorry again. Sorry, Brianna. You can, uh, you can even get your hands on many eggs during one expedition. You will need to obtain special in-game exped expedition tickets in order to embark on co-op expedition quests. There are different types of eggs expedition tickets char characterized by rarity level if you use a rare expedition ticket you will be able to obtain harder to find eggs for a cop slaying quest you can join forces with another rider and take down quests specific monsters you may even find monsters here that you cannot encounter anywhere else in co-op trial quests you can challenge yourself to meet various conditions while battling to beat quest-specific monsters. Versus Battles In Versus Battles, up to four players can battle at once. Pit the monsters that you have raised against those of other players to see who will come out on top. There are different types of rules you can set before a Versus Battle. Try a fair match and balance rules which will set you and your opponent to the same level. Our goal are all out with no limit rule, in which there are no level restrictions. For a brief versus battle, try quick rule, during which each of the participating players has only one heart apiece. So basically, now we'll be talking about how I feel about everything and like my opinions. Like those are the features from the website. That's all they tell us from the website. 
so I only played a little bit like I played the demo of the first game so basically I didn't play all of it I only played some of the demo and from what I played from the demo I did enjoy it but I didn't see the point of buying it at the time because I had other stuff going on so I never bought it I was thinking of buying it, but then I was like, nah, since, you know, the second one is already coming out. And you don't need the first one to play the second one. I haven't got Rise either. I haven't, I haven't got that one. I wanted to, but I played the demo. I just, it seems that I would probably get my behind whooped a lot in that game. I would probably keep on dying. Because I, it doesn't really show you, like, how much health the monster has. And I get bored easily. Well, sometimes it depends on the game. But from what I've seen from Monster Hunter stories, I probably would enjoy it more than I would Rise. So, I might not buy Rise. I might just get stories since I already pre-ordered it. Well, I already pre-ordered it, so it's not might. I will be getting it. And the reason, like... I understand, like, you shouldn't pre-order unless you know for sure you're gonna like it, which I messed up with, um, stories of Season of Pioneers of Olive Town, and the other game, I bought Friends of Mineral, okay, I'm, I'm getting off topic here, but I bought Friends of Mineral Town, the remake, and I hated it. I hate it, I, I do not like it at all. I feel like it was a waste of money. And I wish that I never bought it. Like, the characters are cute, but I don't really like the style. I knew that at first, but, you know, sometimes a game could look like you might not like the style of a game. But you like the gameplay. It depends for me. It depends because, like, sometimes I can play a certain game like that and be okay with it. And then the next time, it's just weird. They, they're like, they're chibi or babyfied, and they're like really cute, but they look like fucking. I'm so sorry. Excuse my language. Excuse my language. They look like children. Like they're really cute. They don't look like children. You can tell they're adults, but they really like. They look like little things that you would be like, "Oh, you're so adorable." Not. I would date you in real life, like, 
and most of them are marriage candidates that you can you you can marry. But I'm a lot. I don't regret buying Pioneers of Olive Town. It's fun. I haven't played it like I played it for a while. I played it. It's it's okay. Like the characters, they don't really talk much, and you don't really get much out of them. But so far, I'm liking it. It has its problems. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I like it more than Friends in Mineral Town, the remake. And now we'll be getting back to Monster Hunter stories. Um, I don't really play Monster Hunter games. The only Monster Hunter game I've actually played is um, Monster Hunter Generations, and I haven't even because I get lost easily and I have no idea where I'm going in that game and I don't know none of the monster names either really because yeah so basically you just have this person looking around like where am I supposed to go killing monsters that they're not supposed to be killing in Rise the demo the demo was fun the demo was fun but I could see I was getting my behind whooped like a lot. But that's probably because like I don't play games like like this a lot. But I might buy Rise because it does it, it the demo was fun. Even if I sucked at it, it was kind of fun. It's just, I don't know. Stories look more fun for me. So I pre-ordered it. And we have seen some gameplay. I've seen some gameplay. So I pre-ordered it. I'm I'm looking at some of the monsties. Some of them. Because they haven't showed all of them. You don't know, like, all of them that's going to be in the game yet. We only know, like, um, some stuff about the game. Like, some monsters that's going to be in the game. And I don't really know any of these monsters. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, I'm, I just really got into Monster Hunter. And I'm not, like, in it, in it. I'm, like, somewhat. So, I don't know much about it. And I'm not gonna claim I'm like some expert in it because I'm not. I suck at it. But I do like the character customization. And it would be a fun game to like fight monsters. I'm probably not gonna be hunting them. I, I don't know how to do any of that. Like I'm literally a beginner to Monster Hunter. So So yeah, but stories look so pretty. It looks so pretty from what we see. We look like um I don't know how old our character is gonna be, but we look like a teenager or an older child.
I mean, I don't think children should be running on monsters and fighting other monsters. But Pokemon does it, which I don't. I, I didn't understand that. Like, isn't that like very dangerous? Like, how haven't any people died? I know it's like it's not real, but these are dangerous creatures, and they're sending ten-year-olds and stuff out there to fight them, like, and catch them. Like, that is, like, very dangerous. Like, we have 10-year-olds fighting crime bosses, fighting basically gods of the Pokemon world, like, legendary Pokemon. Like, they're basically gods. And we're fighting them. Which is... Wow. But it's fun, though, so... But Monster Hunter Stories looks, too, looks really pretty. Like, from what I'm seeing on the website, they're showing how pretty it is. Oh, the children are adorable. Ooh, Roto, Roto Village is so pretty. I wish we could make a wyvern. I like the little ears. I think they're cute. And I wish we started here. This is really pretty. Lamore, a vast and rose desert prone to swirling dust, the remnants of an ancient civilization. Can be found scout around here. Okay, this place looks pretty too. Like I, I, I like it. I know who Lilia is because she was in the first one. I don't know who Roberto is. Like I said, I only played some of the demo. So I don't know who Roberto is. I, I, If I do find out who he is, it would be only based off from what I learned from the new game. I know nothing about Roberto. I know somewhat about Lilia because she was friends of Loot. Or whatever the female character's name was. I forgot what I named my character. Let me see. Oh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, so I won't be able to see right now. But thank you for who does listen to this. 